welcome to episode four of Ardent Run Club. I'm Tommy. I'm your host, and today I'm joined by a lovely lady and an amazing athlete. She's from Scotland. Hello. Coached by David Lowe's, specializing in the middle distance events, and she's improving year on year. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Holly Thompson. Holly, how you doing? How you keeping? Um, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, as good as we can be. <laughs> yeah, keeping well during this lockdown, or yeah, lockdown, I guess. Quarantine? Yes. T- ticking over. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And what, what are you doing to keep yourself busy during lockdown? I know everybody's got their own thing, but what, what's keeping you busy? Um, I work and study full time as well as training. So it's almost like three different jobs, to be honest. So that's, yeah. um, so that's, all that's keeping me quite busy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Goodness me. Anyway, let's let's just get right into it. Like we know why we're here. We're here to talk about you, talk about your running. And I just want to start off by, I was looking at your power of ten and two twenty four in the eight hundred, and four forty three in the fifteen hundred. Like, what the heck? How? <laughs> how? You? And you're twenty, right? Um. Yeah, twenty. Flipping heck! I could only imagine what it's like to move at that speed for that distance like that's that's nuts like <laughs> goodness me how what, what what really got you into running like because there's no way you just woke up and you were just this quick like what, what oh. what's the like, what's what's the backstory what got you into it um at the very beginning to be honest i'm not sure what made me what made me turn up to the running club um but yeah. i did um <laughs> and i actually first joined a sprint group um but quickly realized that that wasn't for me (laughs) um i think we would have done a few strides um but then seeing like everyone else running around the track doing all these crazy long sessions i was like no that's what i want to be doing so um i moved to a kind of middle distance group and then yeah that's been that's been it really (laughs) how old were you when you moved to that middle distance group um, I started running kind of a bit later than most, I think. Um, I think I started when I was about 14, 15, maybe. Um, so, yeah. That's decent, you know. And so, is that, did you realise you were good straight away or did it take you like a couple months, a couple of years to get into really into your stride? Yeah, I. to be honest, I'm not sure I've ever had that like light bulb moment of, oh gosh, I'm good kind of thing. Um for years and years obviously when I was like 14 15 some other girls were already like amazing at that point um so yeah it took years and years of just kind of slogging it out putting the work in and it's only really in the past year or so that I've actually seen those results and been like oh okay it's starting to pay off (laughs) and that's so good that that feeling of just like seeing your times and be like yeah okay this is actually working that's so worth it in the end isn't it yeah so out of the 800 and the 1500, what's your favourite? Um, 1500, easy. Uh, really? To be honest, I think to, um, the longer the better for me. Uh, I think really, to be honest, I think my favourite is probably like a 5K. Really? Yeah. What's your 5K PB. Um, 5K PB is 1736. And then 10K PB though, I think that's probably my best area to be honest 10k's that's 30 yeah (laughs) 
What the heck, man? Oh my goodness, that's just blown my mind. Like, I'm just, yeah, wow, that's really good. <laughs> that's so. Good. Yeah. But have you? I'm I'm thinking of like your racing and stuff. And do you do ten k's and five k's that often? Um. Yeah, I do five k's quite often. Ten k's. Ten k's. I'd like to do a little bit more, but they kind of they take it out of you a bit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um. But no, I really enjoy everything, to be honest, from 800 up to 10k, which I know is quite a range, but yeah, I just enjoy doing it. Like, as long as you enjoy running, that makes it, that makes it better, doesn't it? For sure. Um, take us through, like, let's say you had a, you had a meet, yeah? Yeah. Um, like, let's say you had a meet this Saturday. What would you be doing? How would you be preparing for it this week and then up to the day as well? Um, so I guess in the week leading up to it, if it was a yeah, if it was a Saturday meet, probably a bit of a reduced session on the Thursday, trying to just taper down and keep fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, then like a shake off run on this Friday, and then the Saturday really it's just maybe go for a walk. <laughs> Depends what time the race is, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, just like having food that you know works for you isn't gonna cause you any issues. And just kind of trying to stay positive, I think. I think in the day up to the race, it's really easy to just get really stressy and really, like, bogged down in the fact, oh, my God, I have to race later today. But, yeah, I just try to stay a bit quite positive. That's really good. Really good advice, I guess. And so when you look at your last few years of racing, and I know you said that over the last, this last year is when you realised that, like, your time started coming down and you were getting better at it. But... Has there been any specific race that you looked at and you're like, yeah, that was my favourite or yeah, I performed best in that one? I think the one I'm most proud of is probably um, my like most recent 10K. But yeah. I think probably my favourite race actually was the 3K in Armagh, which yeah. was earlier this year. Um, that was the first time I'd ever done that event and it's a really cool event to do so so good yeah everyone talks about like the armor 5k and so i just guess the whole everything at armor just seems to be awesome like so yeah so good because i think all um like the whole town just being full of runners it being at night time it just got a kind of yeah quite a special vibe to it it's quite cool exactly yeah <laughs> i love it and on the flip side of that like going from positive to negative what's <laughs> Uh, what's the race that you've been in that you're just like crud that was horrible or it's just a failure basically yeah I'm not sure there's any like one race in particular that was like oh my god that was absolutely atrocious but for just like the first few years of racing there was none that were really amazing all of them were just kind of yeah so so like just you kind of getting it done yeah what do you think made them like just average instead of like boom special? I think it was just the kind of not having been running for that long. I don't think I could have really expected to have like this incredible race that I was wanting to have. So yeah. I kind of just learned to have some patience and just wait for it to happen. And it eventually does. Oh, so good. Patience. You touched on patience there. And I guess patience through your racing, but then patience through your training as well. I know that. David knows his athletes and he knows how to how to coach them. So 
when you're looking at your training, what have you done? How has your training changed over the last few years since you've been really getting involved in running and getting better? Yeah, um, when I first joined, it was just kind of small sessions, like sessions that maybe aren't, that weren't that taxing. You probably thought they were in the moment, but <laughs> they weren't actually. And then um, working with David over the past while now, um, I think that, yeah, this the intensity of the session has just increased the kind of mileage that I'm covering has just increased yeah. I kind of call them as a bit stupid but I call them like big girl sessions now <laughs> like they're not they're not baby sessions anymore that's so cool and you touched on your mileage what's your weekly mileage like during um like I guess this so far this year yeah um I mean it's not crazy high it's probably probably around the 40 40 mile mark um that's really good though, because like it's for somebody with your with as much versatility as yourself, from going from the eight hundred all the way up to ten k's now as well. It just shows that you do have the endurance and you obviously do have the speed. So it's just it's just so interesting to see how how your training differs from other people as well. So that's actually really cool. I think. Yeah. What sort of sessions do you enjoy doing nowadays? Um, and then on the other side of that, what sort of sessions have taken the most out of you as well that have just left you like just dead yeah um i i think it probably ties into the fact that my strengths probably align the longer race distances i enjoy the longer sessions quite a lot like the kind of three minute reps four minute reps just just like high volume sessions because then when you finish them you just feel this like so accomplished when you've actually done it it's like okay that was quite a feat to get through that um so yeah my favorite ones are probably are the longer rep sessions but the hardest ones are the ones to be honest yeah they probably are the really speedy ones for me that I actually find the most difficult Mm. I think David sent me one recently and it was how many it was tons of 30 seconds I think it was maybe 30 by 30 seconds or something like that um and you go into it thinking that oh like 30 seconds that's nothing but by the time that you're getting to like 20 plus reps yeah that was pretty hard <laughs> yeah goodness me you just start seeing the finish line getting further and further away <laughs> goodness that's so good i remember you know i'm following i follow joe armstrong and strava and i saw him do one of those 40 30 second reps um, yeah and it just looked so weird like just seeing somebody running <laughs> that direction just so many times like what the heck is going on but yeah it, it's working if it's if it if it's doing well for you and doing well for the other guys that do it as well which is really yeah. um and so if you break down what your week looks like so you've got like you have your temp your your sessions your longer sessions and then you've got your um some of your higher tempo sessions but what if you were to break it down like monday through i don't know through saturday or through sunday what what does it look like um each session um so mondays are usually my easy run days um so i'll do like five six miles just kind of a recovery run then tuesdays are usually just a kind of endurance-based rep session 
yeah. uh, Wednesdays, either a rest day or a really easy like two mile jog, something like that. Uh, Thursdays are usually a bit of a speedier session. And then Friday is always a rest day. And then Saturday, Saturdays, we are starting to do a kind of challenge as part of Timo's runs. Or, I mean, in a normal non-coronavirus world, it might be a race day. The long tempos for me, so eight or ten mile tempo run. And so you touched on that, um, on the challenge that David set you guys. So what does it entail of, like, what what's it been like week on week recently? Yes, yeah, so it's across different kind of time ranges that we do. So we do the 10-minute challenge, we do a five-minute challenge, and then we do a two- and one-minute challenge as well. And then some people do a 45 seconds. Nice. Uh, so it's really just you against the clock and against the other people. So it just kind of keeps us kind of race fit as, well, as much as we can be uh, during this lockdown. Yeah period yeah yeah and it must also bring like some sense of like competition I guess as well um with with those that you're close with yeah it kind of it satisfies the itch to race just a little bit I don't think it's ever gonna quite match up to like having someone right next to you pushing you on but knowing that all the other guys that are out doing the same thing in the back of your head you're like no I need to I need to push myself here (laughs) so good love that because like you said man like this has been this year has been like kind of confusing in the sense that like sports has pretty much been postponed or cancelled and the fact that you're not able to to have like any big meets or for the time being it's good that I think I think it's pretty good that David's been innovative enough to to try and replicate that in some some way shape or form so yeah kind of but yeah, um, with with that in mind, I guess like because it is track season right now, which at least it should be. If it doesn't happen, what's your mindset going into 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 back into winter training? I guess like how how do you cope with that with with the potential of there not being a track season this year? Yeah, I think I think everyone would just be disappointed, but. I guess everyone is in the same boat and that's what you just need to like remind everyone like it's not just me that wouldn't be getting a track season it would be everyone and it would be a bummer but um as as I've kind of said that I enjoy the longer stuff as well so it's not I'm not like 800 meters specifically and all of my year is focused on that um which is kind of lucky in this respect I guess but no cross fingers we will get something (laughs) So do you do cross country and stuff like that as well? Yeah, I do some cross country in the winter as well. Uh, it's quite good, like base building stuff. So yeah, do some of that. Yeah, that's so cool. And I just, I just find it so interesting how you're able to just have that mindset that look, hopefully there'll be something, but if there's not, it's all right. Like there's still other stuff that we can do. Like we can just go back into winter training, just keep on getting stronger, and then come back with a bang next year. When that would be the plan <laughs> and I guess do you have like do you have goals for for your running for like these these next few seasons or or do you have like season specific goals or year specific goals or is it just just run and see how fast I can go um I try not to do like 
to to maybe like race specific goals because then I think it's good to try and peak for a race but then if you try to like say I want to run this time in this race mm-hmm. it often doesn't end up that way so um I definitely have goals for the future for running I don't think yeah I would like to do I would like to do something in the in my future definitely focused around running and just see how far I can take it really so so like that that would be a, like a dream for so many people to to actually like go as far as you can in running whether that is like commonwealth level or any sort of professional level even olympic level like that would just be nuts but you know like it's it's so important to have those those sorts of goals and dreams as well like out that are out there because i find they do they do fuel you sometimes don't they for sure yeah it's so good and i guess i'm just so i'm i'm so interested in in what your running has has taught you as well and and what it what it's taught you about yourself what it's taught you about um like your team and then just if you, if you don't mind just explaining or just sharing some of the things that you learned about yourself during running um sure yeah um i think when i was growing up i wasn't particularly sporty like it wasn't until i was about 14 15 and i got into running that i think i realized how competitive a person i actually was um um so yeah i think when i was growing up i didn't actually have any outlet to be able to express for my competitiveness to maybe come out so when I started running, yeah, I just kind of have learned that I'm actually a pretty competitive person and probably more with myself than anyone else. Um, other things are probably just being a determined kind of person. I've always known it, but running just brings that out in you yeah. even more. Um, yeah, patience, the whole multitude of things. I think running teaches you. I think it's so good for so many different things. Man, that's fantastic. I freaking love that. And I guess have have you learned anything about like what's the biggest takeaway you've you've had from those races that that have gone well and then those races that you haven't necessarily won as well? Like what have you taken away to to build yourself up and continue getting better? Yeah, I think it just teaches you that you have to take the lows with the highs. Like you need to you need to have those kind of so so mediocre races you need to have them to be able to have the really good races as well like you need to take the ones that don't go so well and just use them as like just fuel to to get better and to have the really good ones i think in running in particular nothing like being good at running doesn't happen by accident if that makes sense it it does take time and it does take work so I think it's just knowing that and believing that it will come in eventually <laughs> yeah and I guess as well like when you when you look at your overall why your overall reason for doing running what what would you say that that really is like the deeper meaning as to why you actually enjoy your running and why you want to do it yeah I think for me I like to see progression, like whether that's in my running and work and day-to-day life, that is something that kind of 
motivates me. I like seeing, oh, I was here two months ago and now I'm here. I like to see the uh, yeah advancement, progression. Yeah. And also, mm, yeah, that's probably, that's probably the main thing. Very good. But I find it, I want to know, how would you, how do you cope sometimes when you don't see that pro progression? If, if that's what kind of fuels you, like you need to have mega, yeah. right? Yeah, it's definitely, it is definitely difficult when you have those kind of periods of just plateauing. Um, yeah, you just need to, I also do run for the enjoyment of it. And I know that as well. Um, I think I love training just as much as I love racing, pushing myself. Um, so yeah, I think it actually just takes you back to the reason why you're doing it in the first place, which is just because you love it really. Yeah. That's so good man that just blew my mind like when you don't see the progression you're still really enjoying it and that's the that takes you back to your why so yeah so, and so that's so i'm so glad that i've been able to just learn these things about you and about um about your running career so far and now i just want to move into a quick fire round as well just to sure. get the <laughs> flowing and just um just find out even more things about you in a sure. So you ready for it? I'm ready. All right, cool. So my first question is, is there a race that you've always wanted to run in, but you've not been able to do yet? So the Armagh 3 came, that was on the bucket list. Ticks that one off. Um, now, now I'd like to do races, maybe some in like different kind of European cities, do a bit of race hopping. I would like to do that. Yeah. And so you kind of touched on it like but where specifically would you always would you want to run like is there a place that you think is yeah that'd be the place to run in um stockholm i have i've been to before and i absolutely love it i'd like to like live there for a period of time um so yeah probably one of the kind of feature races that happen there man i love stockholm yeah because my my background in athletics was I originally was a sprinter and my favorite sprinter is Asafa Powell and he obviously used to be the 100 meter world record holder before Usain Bolt came along and yeah. so when Usain Bolt came along I was still a diehard Asafa Powell fan and <laughs> in Stockholm that Powell beat Bolt back in 2008 and I was like yeah this guy's still got it <laughs> that's my connection with Stockholm but anyway back to you um cross road cross country road or track um road easy yeah what second um track <laughs> cross country i mean i don't mind cross country but i feel like um my style of running it kind of allows me to get up to speed better on hard surfaces so cross country i find like i kind of get stuck in the mud that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> true um okay who's your biggest rival um could i be kind of cringy and say myself i think it probably is <laughs> yeah. um i try not to like pit myself against other people too much i think it's kind of natural to an extent but yeah that's good all right then that's a good answer um what's your do you like reading yes i quite like a good book what's your favorite book um there is this book oh gosh i don't get this title exactly right but 
it's called, it's got a really strange name, Who Stole My Cheese, I think it's called. And it is Elliot Kipchoge, the like marathoner. It, he says that that is his favourite book. So I got it and it's a pretty good book. <laughs> One of my friends at work was telling me about it and I put it on the list and I just haven't read it yet. But okay, now that I've been recommended it, <laughs> yeah, I would recommend it. <laughs> cool, cool, okay. Um, what's your favourite documentary? Um, favourite documentary? Oh gosh, this is going to be Elliot Kipchoge obsessed, but <laughs> it would probably be, see how he done his, he broke two hours in the marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been documentaries made on that about the build up to that race and everything they've done to prepare. I just think that was so interesting, like all the different innovations that were done for that one specific person and one specific attempt. And then he obviously done it, which was amazing. So so good. I was just watching that in bed on October 12th. When yeah. yeah. I was literally just talking to somebody because you know how everybody's become like a lockdown runner recently. Yeah, um, to one of my friends about um, his split times literally just before I came to um, to talk with you, and I was telling him he, he ran like a four twenty six mile on um, on average, and he did like fourteen twenty eight in the first five k, and it's just like there's levels to these athletes, man. These professional athletes, they're just superhumans. I swear, it's crazy. Yeah, he's just on a different level. <laughs> so is it safe to say he's your favorite athlete? I think that is probably safe to say, yep. <laughs> okay. And so what's your favourite What's your favorite race that you've actually ever seen as well? In like, um, on TV or in real life? Um, favourite race I've ever seen? I'm not sure actually what exact competition it is. I think it was the World Championships a couple of years ago. And it was the 3K Women's Steeplechase. And like the two Americans, Emma Coburn and... Courtney Fryericks, I think her name is. Um, they came first and second, and yeah. it wasn't really expected. I don't think it was expected. I think everyone expected like some of the other girls in the race to to beat them. But when they crossed the line, and like you can see the shock on their face, uh, yeah, I just enjoy watching that race. They did. You know what? The steeplechase is actually proper interesting. I've been get falling more in love with it over the last couple of years actually because I always used to just ignore that and just like watch the sprints and then the 5k and 10k that Mofaro was in but their steeplechase is actually like it takes a lot of skill and a lot of endurance so it's pretty cool yeah and I guess another final question I want to ask you is Holly do you have any hidden talents um any hidden talents I think um, good with numbers and things like that, but that's just part of my job. That's not very exciting. <laughs> I think probably I'm pretty artistic. I like um, like drawing and graphic design and things like that. David actually came across. <laughs> he found out about this, um, and I've actually done like a design for the Team Wolves Run little logo. So that was fun. <laughs> So cool, man. Flip. That's so cool. Do you use your do you use that talent anywhere else or do you just do it for fun? Um right now I just do it for fun. Um it's just yeah, something that I enjoy to do, but 
think of a couple of other things. It is something that I'd quite like to incorporate somehow. Yeah, that's so cool, man. When I... Yeah. Well, I guess to wrap it up, um, just want to ask you, have you got any advice for anyone who is getting into running and just wants to be really good at it? Like specific advice for them? Um, I guess it would probably be don't expect it to happen overnight. Don't expect to see results straight away. Um, because, yeah, I don't think anyone has ever woke up and just became this amazing runner that they wanted to be overnight. Um, it takes time and so don't be demotivated when maybe results you want don't come straight away but it will be worth it in the end <laughs> so good well thank you so much holly for, for joining me today it's been a pleasure just to chat with you and just to learn about yourself your career and just where you want to go in um in this whole field of athletics but yeah it's just been a pleasure to have you here so thank you thank you for having me i've enjoyed being able to talk about running for this song <laughs> it's been good so good well guys thank you for tuning in to episode four of ardent run club holly thompson was here and she just gave us amazing wisdom and just amazing insight into what it takes to be a good athlete and just continue getting better i uh, hope you learned something hope you got inspired and i hope you find your fire bye-bye <laughs>